ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. Where am I at here? Whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, we got her. It's Thursday. It's May the 25th, 2023. It's another Technical Awful Podcast. Glad you could join us today. Thank you very much if you're stopping by for the first time here on the live stream on youtube.com slash TV. We move the live stream. It's 100% YouTube. All eggs, one basket. Fuck the system. We're doing it against the grain. We're not spread. We're not, we're not diversifying our portfolio. We're all in! Litecoin! <laughs> Got another great show lined up for you today. As always, if you're uh, catching us on the RSS feeds, thank you. And hopefully you enjoy your drive to work as much as you possibly can on the wonderful Friday morning. But before we get started, the most important question of the week, Mr. Black, how's your week? Another week. That's it. Phenomenal. Just another week. Phenomenal. Uh, my week was also more or less uh, another week. I finished my uh, I finished the current content in Star Rail. I uh, wrote my review. Mark just sent me the file uh, last night. That's coming up here in the next. Uh, it'll be, if it's not after this podcast, it'll be early tomorrow. And then I've got to decide what the shit I'm going to do between now and Final Fantasy 16. Uh, because that's not out until the end of June, almost 22nd, I think. And, uh, uh, and I was going to do Firmament, which was, which is the new game from Cyan, you know, the Mist guys. But unfortunately, there's a couple of nasty bugs like, corrupting your save file nasty bugs that are currently in the game and i ain't about that life so i'm gonna wait that one out so i gotta figure out what the hell i'm gonna do in the meantime but otherwise that was uh that was more or less more or less my week uh but it wasn't a bad one we've had some decent weather we finally got rain we needed that desperately uh shit was getting dry as hell out there uh, and, uh, and so that was, that was good to see, but yeah, we're, this morning was kind of weird. So we get, we get deer around here all the time, especially now because they've been plowing down more and more of the friggin' woods out this, uh, out this way. And so there's less and less area for these deer and they're just fucking walk, walking around every broad daylight. They don't give a fuck anymore. It's not even, it doesn't have to be nighttime. That shit fucking broad daylight deer walking around doing their thing. Uh, but what you don't see a lot of around here is ducks it like rarely ever happens seagulls lots of seagulls but you don't see ducks around the residential area you'll you'll you know crows and seagulls and every other bird known to man but not a lot of ducks but this is this morning when i'm waking up and i'm half awake and emma's up and and uh and and she's all full of fucking piss and vinegar today she clearly slept well so she's all fucking jumping around the room and shit and doing the you know, whatever the fuck, and I'm just like, Ugh! and she walks over and she opens the curtains to the bedroom, and I'm going, Ugh! Ugh! and she's looking outside, and she's like, why are there, why, why are there ducks and and like ducklings behind? Like, why are there ducks out there? I said, you've got to be mistaken. There's there's no way in our neighbor's yard you are seeing a duck. And like seven ducklings that does that's never we've been here for 30 years there has not been a single fucking instance of a duck and ducklings there's no water 
Any, why in the fuck would there be a duck with ducklings? There is not a lake for a lot, like kilometers. Like you, you, like you gotta go distances to get there. And she was like, well, I'm pretty sure it's a duck. And so I, I finally climbed my ass out of bed. This was enough to get me out of bed in the morning. And I look out the window and fuck me. If it wasn't a fucking duck with like seven or eight ducklings behind it, walking across our front yard. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Where are they possibly going to go? They've got at least a kilometer and a half if they, if they survived walking along a, a fucking roadway minimum to get to anything resembling a body of water big enough for ducks. And then my next question was, but which body of water did they come from? Yeah. I've been all over this place. I know every body of water. There's, you literally are going through kilometers. If you're doing it from the woods, it's kilometers, like plural. And if you were from somewhere else, how the fuck they survived this far, I don't know. But my first thought was, oh, Jesus. There's like five outdoor cats on this end of the street. I was like, these ducklings ain't making it out of this place alive. <laughs> There's no fucking shot. And it was like, oh, can we get them in the car and try to drive? I was like, what, you, what, kind of, what kind of movie do you think we're living in right now? This ain't, we ain't the SPCA. We ain't Dr. Doolittle. You don't just walk outside and like scurry the ducks into a fucking like container and walk them to the, you know, or drive them to the closest lake. But I, I looked out my back porch and sure as sure shit, my next door neighbor's cat sitting out and they saw... They're seeing them. And you know what the cat, you know, the cat's doing the whole, it's getting down, it's gotten down and it's slinking, it's slinking down the stairs. And I was like, oh, hell no. So I like ran down, ran down the stairs and kicked the door open, got outside, ran around the side of the house. I I stood there, the cat stopped, the cat was like, oh, shit. And I was like, you get your fucking fat ass back up those stairs. And I snapped at it. Cat ran back up the stairs Ducks managed to get across in the neighbor's yard underneath the fence somehow. They're made of liquid. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know where the fuck they are now. But I wish them all the best because they've got a journey. That is like some Moses trying to cross the desert type shit. Whatever the fuck. Lost in there for 40 years. That duck has got some work to get all those ducklings to wherever the shit they're going. And I wish them all the best. But that was my, uh, that was my, uh, that was my morning and my week. There's the highlight of my week. That's where my, my life is at. Ducklings and ducks at the front yard. Highlight of the week. Mr. Miogs with a meme coming in. Super chat. 69, 69! <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Miyagi. Always with the 69, 69. God bless. But why don't we talk about some video games, Mr. Black? We can't just talk about ducklings all day. Why not? Um, we should probably talk about some games. All right. It doesn't happen very often. And I'm only bringing it up because we, we jokingly talked about it a couple of times in the last couple of podcasts. But when it does, I got to talk about it. Gollum. Yes, that Gollum. Lord of the Rings right. Gollum. There's only really one, but yes, that, that Gollum. Uh, there's a game being based, you know, that was made based on Gollum. I've known about it for a long time. It, it was, I wouldn't call it high profile, but it did get a fair amount of press, fair amount of shine, what have you, for quite some time. And uh, so a lot of people were kind of excited about it because it didn't look terrible. It was like the concept was kind of like a stealth action-y type situation. You know, you, Gollum doesn't want to be seen, so clearly that's uh, an easy an easy kind of uh, a setup for uh, for a stealth type game. And so that was like the whole concept. And people were looking forward to it. Unfortunately, oh boy, 
She's out. The embargo is lifted. And Gollum needed to go climb back into that fucking cave. That shit ain't done yet. <laughs> Shit's fucking terrible. Oh my god. Everyone is shitting on this in, gro- in glorious ways, but perhaps the most important way of all. As I've said, uh, uh, maybe you'll remember, Mr. Black, What of a, on a scale of 1 to 10, what is actually the worst number that a game can be given if it's not a 0? Because it's not 0. Two. It's a fucking 2. It's not a 1, it's not a 0, 3. You have to try really hard to piss off a reviewer enough for them to take the time to give you a 2, and by God, GameSpot gave it a 2 and a 10! Mm-hmm. Pain! Mm. Everyone's saying clearly the worst game they've played of the entire year, just completely getting shit. And of course, there are tons of games that are worse than this. The problem is, is that they're not based on a major intellectual property, and those games weren't advertised quite as heavily. So unfortunately for Gollum, it was a high enough profile uh, situation that a lot of people were sent review copies, the publications all had to run uh, reviews for it, and it's getting fucking roasted. Alive. Just brutal. I don't know where the, what the current Metacritic is at. It might be four if they're lucky. I, I, I haven't looked. I meant to look it up before. But it's bad. Two out of ten. Godspeed. Uh, I didn't even know it existed. I'm just looking at some gameplay footage right now. Yeah, they've shown it off a few times. They showed it off at, like, Summer Game Fest and, and shit like that. Yeah, no, I know, no, I know you wouldn't have seen it. But, like, as far as games getting press is concerned, it got what I would say average to slightly above average in a couple of instances in the last couple of years. And uh, because, of course, it's, it's based on the Lord of the Rings, so it's getting, you know, a little bit more shine. But, my God. And it really didn't look that bad. Like, in all the shit that we've seen, it looked like it was, like, you know, it didn't look like it was going to be a banger. But I sure shit wasn't looking at a 2 out of 10. That's for sure. That is fucked up. So, uh, Godspeed to all the developers. It's not your fault. It's probably somebody else's fault. It's probably management. Just take the paycheck and go home. It's a rough one. Better luck on the next game. Uh, listen, Mr. Black. I'm still hopeful. However. Final Fantasy 16. Got another gameplay, well, got a major gameplay trailer released this week. I don't know if you saw that one, but... Uh, I did not, know. So, it, uh, it it covered a lot more uh, gameplay in there, and, and they showed it again at the uh, Sony uh, showcase, which we will be talking about uh, here momentarily. But... How do I say this? How do I put it? The combat does not look like I'm not asking for turn base necessarily anymore. Okay. I get that that seems to be impossible. We can't ask for that. It's, it doesn't exist. But this game, what I'm looking at combat wise, looks like it's, I might, like, if I want to play something like that, it's Devil May Cry or Bayonetta. Except it will not be as good as Devil May Cry or Bayonetta. Because those games are built specifically, that's it. They are honed to be that, that action, button-mashy, combo-string, fucking, that's what they do. Final Fantasy is not that shit. It's just fucking not. And I watched this trailer, and sure as shit... That is exactly what they turned it into. They've been kind of like skirting that in, since Final Fantasy XV, 
I can't remember if you played 15 or not. Uh, it's been too long now. I mean, I bought it and played like a like very tiny bit of five it. minutes of it. Yeah. So they they were flirting with it. There was still a little bit of like of turn based type shit in there, but in reality, they were getting closer and closer to full action combat, and it was bad. I don't, like some people thought Final Fantasy 15's combat was good. I think they were all fucking on on meth. Uh, it was terrible. I beat the last boss pressing two buttons. Oh, I literally, I literally just cycled two buttons. I wish I still had the live stream. I don't, I don't know if we actually have it, but I'm pretty sure at one point, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just inserting this into my mind, but I might've even held the controller up and just did the whole classic, like, look what I'm doing. Just fucking two buttons over and over again. I just dashed. I remember it was like, I just dashed into the boss until he died. <laughs> that, was, right. that was the end of the game. So not, you know, bless them. It's not really their thing. But, you know, this is like their their third, because now we have Final Fantasy VII Remake is also very much action combat. You'll definitely at least know that much. So this is an evolution of that even further. And now it's just, when I saw it, it's just Devil May Cry. It's Bayonetta, but not as good as Devil May Cry or Bayonetta, at least from what we've seen. And the other thing that kind of uh, made me a bit concerned, not from like a uh, quality perspective of how good the combat feels, but... You know when you have these action combat, especially especially with some games, uh, they have like the characters have little quips that they throw in there, based on what they're doing. You know, like the the classic, like the Sonic, you're too slow, like that kind of shit. Okay, so in this trailer, as he's dodging this like what looks to be some troll like fucking thing or whatever, every time he dodges, he has two lines. Like, you're too slow and not this time. You're too slow and not... And he's cycling that every one... Like, normally you're like, okay, every, like, 10th, 12th, 20th time I do this dodge, toss one of those bad boys in there. They sh- they, they went in there with the salt, and they just <laughs> took the fucking top off instead of seasoning. They just dumped the whole... Every, ta- every dodge, not this time, you're too slow. Not this time, you're too slow. Not this time. And I was like, oh, this game's going to be, like, 80 hours. And we're going to hear, like, four voice lines on fucking repeat for 80 hours. And so, anyway, that was a little concerning. Everything else about the game looks great. I mean, visually, it's it, it looks, you know, good. It's probably going to be very well written. It's literally Final Fantasy Game of Thrones. They, they made the developers watch the entirety of Game of Thrones before they made this game. So, if that gives you an idea of where they're heading... There you have it. Hopefully they just don't end the game in pitch darkness and then blame your televisions at the end. Otherwise, it's Final Fantasy Game of Thrones. <laughs> and so, uh, so I, I was, I, you know, I was, I was, it's Yoshi P. So I'm still holding out hope. But those two things didn't instill a lot of confidence in me for my tastes. You know, there are probably a lot of people out there that are huge dm uh, devil may cry or bayonetta fans that are looking at it that are also final fantasy fans going fuck yeah you're giving me bayonetta fucking combat inside of final yeah fuck yeah but no nah, not for me uh but uh but i'll slow i'm gonna play it anyway i have no choice i have i have to play it so i'm gonna give her a go uh and I'll, I'll eventually have more ideas on on how it is when it comes out but those were just a little bit concerning nevertheless moving on sony had their showcase. And this was a pretty big one, Mr. Black, because I don't know if you'll remember this, but they didn't have one of these last year. They went, like, the entirety of 2022, radio silence. Nothing. 
And part of that, or that was part of why for a time in 2022, people were still a bit bullish on Microsoft being able to pull off some shit. Yeah. Because Sony was just... They were, they were ride, they were just coasting because to a degree, can you blame them? It's not like they had a hell of a lot of competition. So why would you put all of your shit out there in 2022 for a bunch of games that are probably only a quarter of the way into development when you're up against somebody that's still figuring out how to operate a doorknob? So like, why would you, why would you bother doing that shit? So 2022 goes on, nothing. That pissed off the Sony boys a bit, but then, you know, God of War comes out and everyone's fondling fucking Jim Ryan's nuts again and it's all okay. But now we've got a couple more months deep and people are going, where's Silent Hill 2? We found out that's, you know, exclusively, where's Silent Hill 2? Where's the update on the, on the Last of Us multiplayer uh, game that they've got going on? You know, where's... Uh, where are all these other exclusives we've heard about, but we haven't seen anything in a long time? They want to know. They want to, you know, they, they want to get their hands on something. And so finally they announced that showcase and here's the showcase. And we watched it yesterday on my stream. And I got to say, you know, I, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a pretty solid show. It was a lot of third party games, meaning not games that are going to necessarily be exclusive to the PlayStation. But you know what? Basically, every game they showed, whether it was an exclusive or not, I was like, fuck me, gaming is looking fucking, we're eating right now, shit is looking fucking good. Whether it was indie games or otherwise, everything was hidden. I was like, Jesus, this is fucking great, this is the best gaming's looking a hot minute. And then after the show was over, I go online, and like everyone was like apocalyptic. And not normally, not, and not just like the fans, you know, like the console war, you know, fucking whatever the fuck. I'm talking like, you know, industry people were like, that was fucking terrible. And I was, do you, did we watch the same show? I like, I know it wasn't, I know it wasn't just an hour of straight PlayStation exclusive titles, but did we watch the same fucking show? That was a pretty good fucking show. So anyway, I'll go into a little bit of what we saw. And, uh, and then we can, we can talk about it a little bit there, but I think what's important to note is that, or one of the things is that a lot of the games they showed being third party, Microsoft, their Twitter account, I'm, I'm sure other social media accounts as well that I'm not part of, they put up a post of like, Hey, nice games, thumbs up. And then they showed like all the games also that they are also coming to Xbox. And I was like, listen, Microsoft did that. Yeah, that was their I like social it. media. I, I, like I like it. it, but you know what? It's nice, but you know what? I think Sony still wins that. You know why? Because it's the entire showcase and everyone whose eyeballs watched that showcase just saw a bunch of games that were never announced before, even if they are a third party, being announced during the PlayStation showcase. Not during the Xbox showcase three weeks from now. Sony's showcase. So the first... the first association for everyone is going Sony and then if Microsoft does show let's say those nine games also in their showcase in three weeks it's going to make Microsoft look like, like like what else do you got we already know these games exist we've already seen them yeah they're third party show me the exclusives congratulations you're getting the same shit Sony, uh, Sony has showed us last month what else you got oh I mean what happens when what happens though if Xbox goes, uh, you know, shows off the third party stuff real quick and be like, "Yeah, but we know you've already seen those." So, but have you seen Starfield? <laughs> so, uh, 
you know, let's let's get that out the way, but let's show you the exclusives because that's what you guys really want to see. And then that's they just they start hammering out exclusives. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom. If they've got it, awesome. Do I think that that's what they've got? No, 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 no. They got Starfield. I think, I think they've got these nine <laughs> games that Sony just announced and Starfield. And Starfield. I, mean, that's, I think that's what they've got. And maybe one or two others that are like Xbox exclusives, but are like four years away in development. Like they'll bring out Fable and be like, hey guys, remember we told you Fable's being made? Like something like that. But yeah, I mean, and, and I hope they have it because it just, this is just Sony again. They showed off some stuff, but they were this, this is like a rug pull for Microsoft, right? Because Microsoft is down bad right now. All the press down bad on Microsoft. They're all fucking. They're everyone's down their throat. Uh, it's almost all entirely negative uh, press. Sony doesn't have to do anything because they're winning so fucking hard right now. They're breaking records every second fucking Tuesday, and they come out and they show this showcase where they show off two basically two exclusives, which we'll get to in a mo- moment here. And then the rest of them, third-party stuff, but stuff that hadn't been announced yet, to jump the gun a few weeks ahead of Microsoft and just be like, gotcha, bitch! Rug pull. And now Microsoft's out there like, god damn, we can't even get that shit going? Jesus, we got, like, what if we could find something? We gotta fill this fucking showcase up with. So, what did they have? Well, they did have a new IP in there called Phantom Blade Zero, which is the name of a game I came up with when I was eight years old in my mother's basement trying to uh, pitch video games uh, to the to the greater world. That might be the most generic-ass fucking video game name I've heard in a hot minute. Phantom Blade Zero. Edgy as shit. That is some early 2000s shit right there. Uh, that was shown off, which looks to be the next Soulsborne entry into the market, Mr. Black. Uh, closer to Sekiro than uh, Souls. But it's it's like if you took Sekiro, but you put the combat speed of Bloodborne, that's what it looks like. And then everything's gray. Color doesn't fucking exist in these worlds. It's gray and brown. Uh, everything's just gray and brown. So visually, eh. It's another Soulsborne game where everything's like depressing and gray and fucking brown. But, you know, that's what it is. So they showed that off, uh, and we'll have to wait for for more on that because, you know, it is what it is, like the first showing. Uh, They also showed, like I said, a lot of third-party stuff that won't be exclusive. Uh, Some of the the big ones, for example, probably the biggest one that a lot of people are talking about right now are Bungie's new game because Bungie announced they were working on a new game outside of Destiny. And so everyone's question was, when are we going to see whatever that game is? And we got to see it at this Sony event, even though, again, it's third party and it will be on multiple platforms. So that game is Marathon, which is a reboot-ish, because it's not called Marathon, you know, colon something else, of, uh, of their more or less first real property from back in the 90s. Marathon was a, another shooter that they ran uh, back, in, uh, back in the 90s. And so when Marathon came up, and the trailer was pretty slick, looked kind of interesting, had attention, Marathon splashed across the screen, a bunch of elder millennials were like, fuck yeah, and then everyone else said, what the fuck is Marathon, and that was, you know, that was that. Uh, But it is an extraction shooter, apparently, and one of the next, you know, uh, games as a service, live service type games. So an extraction shooter, if you're asking me, Adam, what the fuck is that? What does that mean? It's Tarkov. Tarkov would be an extraction shooter. It might not mean that that's exactly what the game is, and not necessarily to think that it is, but an extraction, you're going in, you're collecting something, and with the goal 
of extracting, of getting out, and not just going in and killing everyone, and then the game ends. So it's a, a bit of a different mechanic. It's not necessarily a battle royale or anything like that. It's a it's a it's a different subgenre, if you will. And so that's what it is. As soon as people found that out, they were kind of a little bit more lukewarm on it, especially the people that knew about Marathon already. They were kind of disappointed that they were taking an old IP that had a certain genre associated with it and just kind of borrowing the name and then putting and putting it in an extraction shooter, but it's still early days. We got a lot more to wait to see what that uh, what that looks like. But they did show that off, and so that was kind of cool to see. They also so uh, showed off, sorry, Dragon's Dogma Two. That got a lot of people excited. Dragon's Dogma One is a is definitely a cult classic. A lot of people say that it's uh, that it is in some ways even better than the Souls series, and to a degree might have even inspired a lot of the Souls series. Uh, and so a lot of people were waiting for Dragon's Dogma 2, and we got to see a little bit of that, and it was looking pretty good. Alan Wake 2, one of the three video games Jeff will play in the next 25 years, was also shown off at this, at this event. And I had to put a little side note here. In the trailer that they showed for Alan Wake, they cut, you know, they cut to uh, a couple different characters, of course, you know, during the trailer. And one of the, tra- one of the characters in the trailer was Deadass Max Payne. It was Sam Lake, who is the creative de- uh, director of Remedy, which is who Max Payne's face is modeled after the original games. That's Sam Lake. And, uh, and he was just dead ass in the game. He didn't say anything, but he was there. And I looked at it and I went, I said, is that, is that Max Payne up in my fucking Alan Wake? And so there were already people like, you know, theorizing, does Max Payne's universe and Alan Wake's universe, do they kind of fucking you know they're both kind of a psychological action thrillery type situation and so people were theorizing uh but there's never been com- you know com- confirmation so they know what they're doing they're stirring the fucking shit they're throwing that out there uh but uh but yeah anyway it was just kind of funny to see max Payne's face just show up in the middle of that trailer uh we also got to see assassin's creed mirage which i gotta be honest if you liked assassin's creed one and two this one might actually you might give a fuck it's kind of what it because it's it it is old Assassin's Creed. It is not the new age, you know, uh, open world RPG shit that they did with Odyssey and and whatnot. It's not that. It is very much we're going back to the core mechanics of Assassin's Creed, which got a lot of people excited. Hopefully, it's not you know a broken pile of dog water when it comes out, but it did look pretty good had some great voiceover and whatnot in the trailer uh and we saw mostly gameplay you know just you know cut up to look like a trailer but it was mostly gameplay so it was nice to see uh we also saw talos principle 2 which uh which was uh also uh, a neat little in uh entry uh for sure that's the sequel to the talos principle of course which was for a time quite popular on twitch because it was a puzzle game that a lot of people got into uh playing on the platform uh and uh, especially i believe mr sean mr day nine uh really enjoyed and uh and popularized talos principle early on if i'm not mistaken so we're getting a second one of that uh, and there were some others, but those were kind of the uh, the highlights of the third party uh, that were uh, that were shown off there. They then moved on and they showed off. Uh, although I will say, sorry, I almost missed. I always miss something here with the indie games. So, like I said before, there were a number of really cool indie games in there, and one of them I have to I have to mention, Sword of the Sea, which is the next game from the people that made Journey 
which is one of my favorite games of all time and one of my highest rated games I've ever personally reviewed. Uh, and it looked pretty badass. It's like they looked at, at Journey and said, what if we did that? But then we added 1080 snowboarding on a sword. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm along for whatever the fuck that is. And I saw the trailer and yeah, fuck me. I'm in. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Hoping that's going to, uh, hoping that's going to turn out really well. Uh, and we did see some other great indie titles in there. And, and really there was like, there were, there were no, like I said, there was no real major, you know, I would say probably the lowest one. I can't remember the name of it now, but it was, it was actually, if somebody said, all right, so Splatoon is really popular. What if we made Splatoon, but for everything that's not Nintendo products? And so they did. And it's a foam party instead of, instead of, uh, instead of, you know, ink, it's foam. Like somebody took LSD and then went to a nightclub where they did the foam parties. Didn't Bubbles Mansion used to do foam parties? Or am I thinking of the other, one of the other clubs in Halifax used to do the foam parties all the time? I think it was Bubbles Mansion. Do you remember which one used to do that back in the day? Uh, I think it was Bubbles Mansion. I think it was, I think it was Bubbles, which makes sense. The name of the, the name of the fucking place is Bubbles, you know, but that was. I'm pretty sure it was Bubbles Mansion. I'm pretty sure. But either, either way, it's, it's like somebody went to one of those and said, ah, let's make a video game about that shit. And so it's basically Splatoon, but with foam and bubbles instead. Uh, and it looked like the whole thing looked like it was running in like 540p for whatever reason. I have no idea why. Uh, but, uh, that was probably the only low point. Every other game shown off, I was like, yes, these are good games. I like all of these games. Thank you. Uh, then they snuck in a subversive announcement, Mr. Black. A little, a little, uh, a little, uh, a little, uh, you know, uh, switcheroo in this trailer, uh, that ended up being a remake remaster of Metal Gear Solid 3. So that was rumored for a bit that they were going to be tackling that. Uh, and eventually coming out with it. And so this is the official announcement. Uh, announcement. So Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 3, uh, which is called Metal Gear Solid Delta. Wasn't it because, called Snake Eater before? Yes, yeah, Snake Eater. Uh, and the, the tip-off in the trailer, because it was one of those trailers when it first started, I said, guys, this is like a fucking, you know, this is like a life insurance commercial or some shit where they're just going to show you completely irrelevant dog, like whatever the fuck, just random shit. And then at the last second, at the end of the commercial, they're going to be like, and that's why I bought such and such life insurance. Like, this is exactly how the whole trailer was going. And the switching point in the trailer was a snake got eaten by another animal. And, and it was like, all right, we're, this is, is this what I think it is? And sure, shit, here comes fucking, I think, what is it? Naked, naked snake in that one, which is like the fucking the the student or whatever for actual snake. I don't snake. remember. I can't, the, I don't remember. Anyway. Metal Gear Solid uh, 3 Delta, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, is coming. Uh, and that's a full remake, like a full top to down, you know, top to bottom, uh, kind of similar to, I believe, Resident Evil 2, from what I've gathered. And then they also announced a collection of the first three titles in a master collection, they're calling it, uh, that's coming out this fall as well. And so, I, and I, with no announcements, I don't think of the platforms or whatnot, but it's safe to say, PlayStation. Yeah. Um, beyond that... We did finally, I looked into it later, people were wondering, well, who's actually developing this? Because Kojima ain't there anymore. Kojima's not part of Konami, so who is, who is developing this remake? And they, they let on that it was, uh, it was Konami themselves in partnership with another, uh, another studio, but 
we'll have to see how they do now that uh, now that uh, the the owner operator and and uh, creator of that franchise how they do without them. Although in fairness, they had the blueprint. It's the fucking video games right there. If they fuck that up, they're just bad. Uh, Project Q, which we talked about on the podcast before, Jeff was so bullish about Project Q. <laughs> so we talked about it. We hadn't seen it yet, but just go ahead and Google it real quick so you can see it. It is one of the dumbest looking products I've ever seen in my life. If you took if you took this this fucking DualShock whatever the fuck and cut it in half. And then glued it on the side of like an LCD screen. <laughs> That's literally what it looks like. There's no real form factor to it. It's just like take a controller, cut it in half, super glue to the sides, and like fuck yeah, that's a product. So uh, Project Q is a eight-inch screen with the controller built in and designed to stream your games that you own on the PlayStation to it. When you're not able to play at the TV. Somebody else got the TV? Well, you can use that. It's, this is this is this is budget switch. And uh <laughs> budget it looks like ass. <laughs> but do you think it's gonna be budget? Like what what is the absolute ceiling for this product uh, for this product, Mr. Black, for for MSRP? Like how do you how do you sell this to people? What is the price? Sadly, I think this thing is good. I mean, it comes with these. Does it come with these earbuds or do you got to buy these? No, things those separate? are a separate products. So that was uh, something else I was going to say. The Sony earbuds are like a totally different product kind of a situation. Maybe they'll bundle them, though. That's possible that they'll do a bundle. Like, it wouldn't shock me. But those are, are separate. And I suspect that those earbuds are to, like, bring the 3D audio stuff that the PlayStation 5 has to earbuds. I don't know. Did, they didn't give a price? Not yet. Which is usually a good sign that they're waiting to see what the internet reacts to, <laughs> to see, to see what you know, get feel the water out, get to test the market a bit. Uh, probably gonna be one ninety nine. That's what I'm thinking. One ninety nine. One ninety nine. It can't be any higher than that, There's bro. No that's way. that's so There's much no money, and that's even. That's because so I'm just thinking, money. like, if a regular controller is costing you, say, sixty bucks, yeah, right, yeah, and that's that's like U.S. Like, I'm sure if I went to Walmart and tried to buy a PS5 controller, it's going to be like seventy nine ninety nine or some shit, right? Like, actually, I want to know Walmart.ca. Let me see here. PS PS5 controller. Um, charging stations. PS5 controller. All right. Amazon it is. Amazon.ca. <laughs> Pretty bad. When, if you can't go to any retailer and type in PS5 controller and have it surface, that search engine is fucking terrible. It's it's pretty fucking bad. Okay. So, okay. A PS5 controller? Yeah. Like a DualSense regular white ass controller is 89 Canadian dollars. Holy shit. It's $89. What? It, yeah. Um, Bro, I got two then, of these things. I'm putting them away in a vault for my child's oh, education. Dude, that's white. If you want any other color, like if you want a different color, it doesn't go to like 94. It goes to 94 bucks. Oh my god! So they charge you. They charge you an extra five bucks just to dip that bitch <laughs> in a different color. So yeah. So uh. anyway, uh, eighty nine dollars for regular controller. So 
I'm going to say it's going to be 229. <laughs> Seriously. Man. It's either that or... Man. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it might be 199 but, like, are they... Is it only... they only going to charge you $100 for... For the screen? For the screen. And the tech in it to stream the shit? Yeah. I mean, they might be making a lot of money off these earbuds because you know that you know people are going to buy these earbuds if they got this portable shit, right? Because you know Sony ain't going to let you sync up your Apple iPod, uh, uh, um, iPods. No. Ain't gonna be, it ain't going to be like that. You ain't going to be able to pair your Bluetooth shit that you got from, you know, Best Buy. I mean, maybe they should probably Sony. do that. They should probably do they that. They ain't going to. It's Sony. They ain't going to do that shit. All this proprietary <laughs> bullshit. It's either and you, and you know the speakers on on the on the thing is going to be dog shit, so they're pretty much going to force you to buy these. I'm gonna, I, my gut is telling me it's going to be one ninety nine US. So, yes, yeah, yeah. You know that'll be so like two forty nine, two forty nine Canadian. Yeah, might can even you be two sixty nine, two seventy nine. Can you imagine spending two hundred and fifty nine, two hundred and sixty nine on that? The answer is no. You can buy a switch. Yes. For that. And that's an actual console. Yes, we're talking a controller that then takes your game <laughs> and streams it. And streams it. It doesn't even play it locally, bro. It's a streamed in thing, so it's gonna look like cheeks. Yeah. Cheeks. And you still gotta be you still gotta be do you do you have to be near your console? Or bro, can you just take this anywhere? That I don't I don't know, but the odds of the internet connection it'll being be, good enough. It'll be a bit of a it'll be a bit of a different story if you can take this controller around like like a switch and charge it and play your PS5 on your controller I wherever mean, you want on the go. But if you gotta be near your PlayStation 5. And your PlayStation has to be turned on or it has to, or your PlayStation 5 has to be turned on. It's a dog shit product that nobody's asking for. But if you can take it, if, if you can take this thing onto the airplane, you know, wherever the fuck you want to go, there might be a use case for specific people for the masses. So if it's so if it's remote if it, so let, I, I I really don't know enough because their their bullet points weren't all that great and I didn't go digging oh, I probably should have but let's say that it's account based so they know what games you actually have associated with your account and those games are available to be streamed like some of them might be in that case like let's say some of them could be possible to be streamed from their servers to you some of them maybe can't be unless you're within the home or something because they're not on the service but can be streamed if your console is currently running i don't really know but but yeah you would you would hope that the the absolute you know worst case scenario is that you can if you have a strong enough wi-fi connection somewhere and it's account associated that you can then just stream those games from their service and not have to you know be be at home or some shit. Uh, it's basically an eight-inch LCD screen with two halves of a DualSense grafted to each side. It will be able to play games from your PS5 at up to 180p and 60 frames over Wi-Fi via remote play. Yes, yeah. So, so it's remote play. So it's that, remote play. So it's that garbage. just that just sounds it's like garbage. you have to be in the house. It's garbage. It's garbage. 
It's garbage. <laughs> it it's it's dog it's dog shit. <laughs> like if y'all want to go out there and spend, you know, you got one TV in the house. Who in the fuck? Who? Okay, it's twenty twenty three. Who has one television in the house? Let me te- let me tell you. For two hundred and sixty nine dollars, I can go on Craigslist and find a fifty five inch TV that some college kid is selling because they're they're done for the year or whatever. They're done their four years and they're trying to offload everything that they had in their dorm. There's a 55-inch TV that is perfectly fine. It's going to look a hell of a lot fucking better than what you're oh, going to yeah. get on that. That if if you're really having a hard time playing that game or your games because people are constantly wanting the TV, the wife, the kids, the whatever, you could spend 269 200 bucks and find a TV and oh, just be sure. done. Oh, just for be sure. done. For sure. And like, God only knows, like, what's the battery life on this thing? How long does it really last? Like, can That's a good like, question. You know, because are you going to be only be able to play this thing for two hours before you got to plug it into something? Next thing you know, it, you're you're sitting, if, you're, you're if yeah, it exactly, rumbles or thing. if it rumbles or if it has like force oh. feedback triggers and stuff, the battery life is going to be. Well, you know what's going to happen? It, it, it's going to have like it's going to have like an an economic mode where like the screen isn't as bright and maybe the rumble doesn't happen and you'll be able to get like maybe five hours of play. But if you have it all juiced up to the nines. Especially when you get the Bluetooth headphones and everything is connected to it. What, two hours? Yeah, I, I, I have to imagine that they're going to make it possible to play outside of your own home, clearly. Like, it has to be account-based and shit. Can but- you play... T- can you play... Now, this could be decent. Can you play two different games at once? So, can somebody be playing in the PlayStation 5 on the television? Like, say you've got two kids and they're fighting over the console. Okay, you go ahead. You played on the TV. Here's the the portable version, and now you can load up another game playing that at the same time. Maybe there's a use case for that. Outside of that, I I do not see the value here at all. In fact, I think it's fucking stupid. It's going to fail horribly. Uh, okay, there you go. Okay, so it's remote play. So it is. it does require your console to be turned on or at least in rest mode so that it can be connected to, like the service can connect to it. So if you're somebody like me that never fucking lets their console be in rest mode, it's full off all the time. But for most people, they, they just turn their, their shit off normally, and that means that it's in rest mode. It's not actually all the way turned off. Then you sign into your account, and then it's just you're playing over Wi-Fi. You know, the games, your, your PlayStation would, I guess, theoretically then fully boot up to then send, you know, to be able to make it do the thing. Um, but, yeah, but uh, can you, can you play, can you play something on the console and then play something different on I, the, uh, because, you know, that's kind oh, of, here we a, go. that's kind of a cool feature. If you can, I'll give it that. Uh, at least for the PS4, you couldn't. And I'm assuming with the PS5, you can't. I don't know. Anyway. It is what it is. Yeah. It looks like the fucking Wii U tablet. That's what it looks like. Just Sony. Kind of no matter how you slice it, it's kind of a tough sell. Like on the Xbox side, they're just, they, they, they're not putting a product like that. Maybe they will. If this one does well, miraculously, I can't imagine it will. But maybe I'm wrong and it will. Um, but like Xbox doesn't do any of that shit. They're like, no, but you, you can, you can, you can just like your phone. Just use your phone. You already have this. Yeah. So just sign in 
and just stream to this. Yeah. Yeah. This is You're already done. this is a twelve to fourteen hundred dollar device. Yep. You already have this, just play with this. Um and there are other devices that do the same, but we're getting a lot of other ones that are doing it too. So the 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 whole this whole market is yeah, going to get. Can't you already can't you already do that with your phone as it is? Like, can't you already stream your PlayStation stuff onto your phone as it is? And like, don't uh, they? Possibly? Isn't there like an actual? I thought that there was an actual controller out there that is uh, very similar to the PlayStation that you can p- clip your phone into it, and it's like a joystick. And well, you, you can, can do you that can... with controllers, yeah. Um, so I mean, I don't know. Any, any, it just it seems, does. It, it just... does look okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This just shows me. Like, I gotta be honest, guys. I'll just take the fall. I don't know anything about this because they do a really fucking terrible job marketing this. <laughs> like the whole remote play stuff is just horribly fucking marketed. Uh, using the PS Remote Play app, you can control your PlayStation Five console or PS Four console from any uh, from a mobile phone or tablet. I'm assuming there's probably a, a list of that are there compatible to do so. Uh, check that your device meets the requirements, and then follow the steps. And then you can uh, pair your DualSense uh, or DualShock controllers to your phone. I'm assuming via Bluetooth. Uh, yep. so that you can use it. Uh, now you'd have to, you'd want to come up with a thing to dock the phone to the top of the controller or some shit, you know, so you're doing one of these fucking well, from what I Yeah. But from what I'm told, or from what I've, what I've seen actually, is oh, there you are third party ones you can that you buy. Can, exactly. Yeah, you can kind of yeah. clamp together on your yes. phone and play. Yeah. That's the thing. So, so it's like they're making you pay potentially hundreds of dollars for something that you already can do a slightly bigger screen. A bigger screen and yeah. a legit controller that's already molded into the to the device. Yeah, but like no. I think for me, I'd rather I'd rather just use my phone and then buy the the separate thing, so that I'm only adding the bulk of the collapsible, you know, controller to a backpack. Yeah, instead of a full eight inch fucking screen. You know, because these, these are big enough as it is. I don't even like taking this around a lot of the time. It's just my hands are so fucking big. If I bought a smaller phone, it's a nightmare. So, like, this is like six inches and change. So you're getting a two, you're getting a two inches corner to corner bigger, which is sizable. You're not going to fucking put that even without the controller. Good luck getting that in a pocket. It's just not going to happen. So that plus a controller that can't be taken off the sides, or maybe it can, but it doesn't look like you can take it off the sides. So I'd rather the option to be able to just use my phone with the two and bada bing. So this seems like a, a this is filling like a niche within a niche within a niche within a niche. Yeah, it's like a, it's nest, a Russian nested nested doll. Um, and so, yeah, we'll have to see just how many of these things they fucking sell. I can't imagine they're selling a lot, especially because, like we said, and I agree, it's probably going to come out $199 US, maybe even $229 US, which in Canada just means nobody's buying it. No, no, it's just not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's not going to fly. So other than that, just to briefly, again, they did the earbud thing. I'm assuming that they didn't mention a price. It's probably going to be 99 bucks. If I had to take a guess, probably 99 bucks for those. Um, They're touting uh, low latency, lossless audio, probably going to do the thing with the 3D audio with the PlayStation 5 has uh, so that you can pair it with this kind of a situation or you can pair it with maybe it maybe it ends up being a small upgrade to the PSVR experience uh, or just for use in general, uh, whatever the fuck. Uh, so we'll have to wait and see just how they turn out. But I expect they're probably going to be about 100 bucks, maybe even more if they're feeling spicy. 
Uh, and then lastly, they wrapped it all up with a long gameplay showing, arguably too long. Like, I feel like they were showing too much almost. You know, it was like you're watching the trailers for movies these days, and you feel like you've seen the whole goddamn movie. It kind of felt like that. Uh, they showed so much that uh, without, like, cutting out certain moments, it was all very hype and it all looked amazing, but Spider-Man 2, uh, and, you know, no shocker there, it looked fucking good. They, they make good games and continue to make very good games, and it, uh, and it looked fantastic. So, uh, lots of people obviously clearly excited about that. They showed off that uh, Lizard is in there uh, as a, a bad guy, as well as... Um, oh, fuck. What's his name? Venom? Craven? Craven oh, or whatever? Craven. As the, as the, another bad guy. And then, of course, yes, Venom. Well, this is like Peter's spider, so there's Peter and Miles in this. Yeah. Peter's spider is the Venom-juiced version uh, of it, which makes me think perhaps at some point you're going to end up having Miles fighting Peter, uh, you know, when Venom is getting too close to taking over. Instead of being a help, it becomes a hindrance uh, kind of a situation. And so, yeah, there's there's a lot that uh, Spider-Man uh, uh, fans were pretty fucking juiced, uh, juiced about and excited for. And I don't blame them. These are, there are not a lot of superhero games that are really fucking good. Spider-Man is kind of like the top of all of those. Uh, and, uh, and this is a, a much anticipated one that continues to look great. It definitely makes me interested in how that Wolverine one is going to turn out when we eventually see more uh, yeah. of, uh, of that in the future. And that was their that was their whole their whole shtick. So it doesn't sound bad, does it? Like a, as a whole, it's not it's not doesn't sound terrible. And there's lots of stuff that happened that I didn't talk about, and none of it really looked bad. But they just, I feel like people's ex- expectations, <laughs> they're just well, I like think, I think some of it too might have been because of what Microsoft did. You know? what do you, what do you, like, and what do you mean with the tweet where they're like, oh, afterwards, know? oh that definitely that definitely doesn't you help. Know, that might have fueled up. You know, some of the the fanboys would be like, "I ain't impressed." Like, what do you what do you got? True. You know what I mean. So you know, throwing a little bit of shade, letting the fans go over there and do uh, do the work. It's like the no pixel special, and it's like you know, you just go over there and throw a bit of shade, and the fanboys and fangirls will will do a lot of the spitting of the venom. Pardon the uh, the Spider Man two pun, but <laughs> hey. Uh, from, from, I didn't watch it. So like yeah. from the news that you're giving me, I would say it's like, it's like I would a C say plus, I would say it's just above mid. Yeah. It's like you a know, C plus. Like, yeah. I, I can't, I can't really get too excited about remakes and, you know, uh, obviously I'm excited about Alan Wake too. Um, Assassin Creed fans are going to, you know, get, get some of the OG stuff. So that's great for Assassin Creed fans. Um, outside of that, it's not, they like, really really, the, the criticism yeah, is they could have showed more first party, first shit. party titles. Yeah. yeah if they did, yeah. you know, if they had some shit there for like another last of us or a, you know, a teaser for, you know, God of war or some shit. Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. well, but, they've got, like I mentioned earlier, they've got a couple that they, that we know about, but they just haven't shown anything in a yeah. long time. And so people were, I think that was part of it. The expectation was we didn't see anything in 2022. This is where we're going to get at least one or two of these are going to make a showing and they just didn't. And so that's, I think where some of the disappointments coming from for sure. But just as a gamer, it's not a PlayStation fan, but just as a gamer, because these are all third party, there's going to be a lot of people 
playing some fucking good ass games in the next like two years. Uh, a lot of good shit here, uh, and and a lot of a lot of reasons to be uh, excited uh, about gaming because not it wasn't just like an hour of live service games. Uh, or or other shit like that, which is pretty much what we've been living off of <laughs> for a while in terms of major announcements. So even though Bungie's thing was in there, that was to be expected. Bungie's just a live service developer now. Yeah. Everything that they make yeah. is going to be live service. Uh, but lots of good stuff in there, and it Not does bad. make me you know it does Not make bad. me excited for Microsoft because now what do they do? Some yeah. of the stuff was clearly going to be in that in that showcase, almost guaranteed. Microsoft has some of this already lined up. So what are they going to do? What do they got? They got a few weeks. Do they conjure something up? Are they in the back rooms thinking, "What's our counterpunch? What can we do here to kind of soften the blow?" Because they jumped the gun on us a bit here and announced stuff that, yeah, it's coming to ours as well. But they got the first announcement. So what do we got? Do we got anything we can do? And so, yeah, I'll be very interested for sure, even more than I was before, to see what uh, what Microsoft can bring to the table. And I think I think a lot of people that are like me that are watching all the stuff goes are waiting for this Microsoft event with bated breath. Because it feels like, you know, how do I say this? I, talk, I was just talking about this, you know, yesterday. Microsoft, if you look at it on paper, is actually doing really well. They're selling more consoles than they ever had before, right? Now, mind you, you have to be, you have to take into consideration that the market is fucking way bigger than it was during the 360 era. So, like, it just, like, orders of magnitude. So, you can sell yeah. more consoles, but that doesn't mean that you're equally as successful or more successful than you were back then. So, but they are, they're selling, selling more than they ever have. They're making money. Like they're in the yep. green. Their, their Metacritic average scores are actually all quite high. But like Jeff and I said before, and Jeff had that great analogy, it's, you know, this is the, the side dishes. It's the stuff yep. that helps prop up the main course, the ma- the meat and potatoes of the, the meat's missing. All of the extra side dishes are there, but the meat's not on the table yet. And you're going, these are all delicious. I love me some fucking garlic mash, but I need, I need more. I can't sustain myself on garlic mash forever. I can do it for a time, but at some point I need something else. <laughs> I need the meat. I need the meat. And need so, meat. you know, th- that's where they're at right now. And, and, and I think it's very important that even when you're doing that, the re- it's, I think it's important to, to realize that, you know, some people will say, well, the internet's not a real place, which is true. But with it, when it comes to video games and stuff, there is something to be said. Perception is reality. And, and the reality in, in this instance is that when it comes to video games, and I suspect for movies this is probably also relatively true, is that even though the internet's not a real place, and there's only a subsection of people of the consumer base that, that interacts with this online discourse, or even or even propagates it, you know, is a content creator or things like that, or a consumer of it, or participates in these discussions and doesn't just read it. That group is small, but the, but the, but, but the power it has over the zeitgeist that can go and spread outside of the online community is quite powerful. So you have a bunch of, that's why the squeaky wheel gets the oil is like the saying that it is. It's like you, 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 it, Yes, it's like four people are going, ah, yeah, ha, ha, ha. but eventually that squeak, you're the person in the, in the fucking, in the grocery store and your wheel, that one fucking wheel is going like eight fucking thousand different directions. It's going, ee, ee, ee. and yeah, the other three are working and they've not said anything the whole time. They're being good wheels, but you're like, God damn it. Shut up. Fuck. <laughs> and you'll finally pay attention to it and give it the oil. 
And so, like, there, there. If if it wasn't important to placate all of these screaming neckbeard basement dwelling degenerates that 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 just that just do nothing but lose their shit online all the time, and I'm one of those people. If it did, if they wasn't for them. Why would any of these companies ever do any of this? Like, every time I say, Hey, there was a showcase. Jeff, you ever see anything about that? No! Jeff, I know the answer! Jeff ain't seen none of that shit! Because <laughs> Jeff represents way more of the market. Of people. Yeah. Way more of the market. But they still do it. So you have to ask the question, Why? Why would they spend so much time, so much money, so much PR effort in this small space and not just canvas fucking television and YouTube fucking ad spots and shit and just leave it there where Jeff hangs out and all the other people hang out? It's because the perception is reality and enough of these loud people that are talking over the people that yeah. aren't talking that are satisfied is going to eventually start to sway the people that are happy and they wait, they go, wait a minute. You're, you know, I didn't think about it before, but you're fucking right. $250 for this piece of shit. Are you serious? And so that's a problem. You have to fucking manage it. And so for Microsoft, they could be on paper. Phil can come out and say, oh, well, you know, look at this chart and that chart. We're doing so well and we're selling big money and everything's fucking great. And we're all in the green. And we flipped that shit around from the Xbox one where it was like the, the anniversary of that was like this week. You know, the, they're the super cut. Did you see the tweet I retweeted? This is the super cut of the Xbox One reveal, and it's literally just TV, 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 NFL, TV, NFL, 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 TV, 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 NFL, NFL, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call, call, call of Duty, NFL, TV, TV. It was like two hours of that shit. They came a long way, it's true. But when Phil said, and I said this, I said this yesterday too on stream, I said, when Phil said... Even though he he prefaced it by saying in the short term, not a lot of people are going to fucking care that you mentioned that. When he came out and said, just making consistently high, like high-end, AAA, successful, high-scoring games are going to solve the console selling problem. You can't put that out there, Phil! Because for me, what is it? You have, it tells me you have like, you can tell me now that you have faith in the product. I don't fucking believe you. I don't. And even if you have faith in the product, I think you have your faith in the wrong fucking place. Because at the end of the day, you have to be able to have games to sell a console or the service. And you have to control the narrative online to keep people fucking happy. And if you keep doing the shit that you guys have been doing and not hitting promises over and over again... Then this is what you this is what you get, and you're right. You, but you know how do you fix that with some good fucking goddamn video games, Phil? And not just well, we're gonna find the side out dishes. pretty soon, right? Not just we'll the see. side dishes. Need some meat. Hey, sides are great, okay? But only sides. It's just an incomplete meal. Sure, I can get full on it, but it's not satisfying. Unless it's just stuffing, I could eat like three bowls of stuffing. It's like comfort food, you know. Stuffing is like Call of Duty. You know, it's just like, eh, all right, I can eat some stuffing. But then you realize after you're done eating all the stuffing, you just want something else. You want the meat. You want the turkey. And you can even have turkey. But there's got to be gravy. And it can't be dry. 
It just can't be dry. Who? Nobody likes dry turkey. You know what dry turkey is? It's kind of Call of Duty. <laughs> oh. So Call of Duty is both the stuffing and the it's dry turkey. It's both the stuffing. <laughs> and you know what? It was Call of Duty was the turkey with gravy. Then it just became dry turkey. Now it's the stuffing. <laughs> it's slowly moving across the dinner table. Yeah. Pretty soon it'll turn into turnip. Oh, then I don't even, and we then all I don't know. even eat it. I don't even they, eat it. You don't even eat the turnip. Yep. Turnip, turnip stays on the table. Ain't yeah, nobody nah. touching the turnip. Ain't nobody touching the turnip, bro. Nobody yeah, but your grandparents. What I just to put it in on this, the last thought that I had was that what 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 concerns me with what Phil's been how Phil's been positioning shit and what Microsoft is doing is that if that's the mindset he's going to have, but they're going to still go ahead and spend seventy billion dollars to buy out this this company instead of spending seventy billion dollars. To put out, I don't know, seventy-one billion dollar, ten-year fucking timeline, massive video games. Give seventy. Mm. Sony ain't got seventy; they've got like seven. The biggest projects we've ever seen are are like are fucking like Destiny, five hundred million, ten years. Grand Theft Auto Five, like a two hundred fifty million dollars. Grand Theft Auto Six, probably five hundred to seven hundred fifty million dollars. You're about to spend $70 billion on dead portfolios and memes. And it, even if you could, let's say, Call of Duty generates $2 billion a year in, 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 in revenue, that ain't profit, it's revenue, just think of how long it's going to take to fucking pay off $70 billion. And so what it tells me, what it, what it signals to me is that this might not just be about buying it because it's got King and they can sell Candy Crush to fucking kids and fucking single mums and shit. They, they have it because it's almost at this point that they're not just buying themselves into a blue ocean situation with the streaming market, the, the cloud market, but they're also doing it to just stop other people from being able to have access to those games. That I have a problem with. Because if it's not about taking it so that you can you can actually do something with all this portfolio and you're willing to spend all that money and then you're going to go out as a head of Xbox and say, just making good games isn't the solution in the short mm. term. Now I think your whole idea has nothing to do with fucking games at all. <laughs> Buy you're out just, the competition. You're just buying out the competition. And force them to play the shit that you're putting out. That's what it what comes a- across as, Phil. Yeah. So figure it out. Fair. This, this fucking Xbox thing better be fucking fire, but you know what else is fire, Mr. Black? The firewall and protections that we get from our sponsor. Mm. It's time for you to sell out. Well, it's patreon.com slash lag TV. Head on over there first and throw some money at the screen. We're getting close to Nova War says. So if you guys want to go and support, I think we're like 300 bucks away now. Something like that. We're getting there, getting close. Head on over there. Show some love. If you can't afford it or you just don't want to, that's okay. Make sure to hit the like button here. Leave a comment. Uh, support the StarCraft stuff that we do. And you can grab yourself a VPN. You can go over to NordVPN.com, N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash O-T-T. Get yourself a massive discount plus, plus four bonus months when you use that promo code. You can use it on your smartphone your TV. I'm sure when PlayStation five comes out with their little portable thingy bobbers, you'll be able to, you actually, I know you can, you'll be able to use the, uh, <laughs> the, the VPN onto your Wi-Fi connection, which will give you a encrypted, or I guess a, a different, um, 
uh, server and an IP to be on so that you're not using your home one. Can travel. So if you're abroad, if you're visiting parents or you're you're at an apartment building and you're 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 using someone's Wi-Fi, whatever the case may be, you don't want them to have access to your your uh, personal information and stuff like that because you never know these these cyber thieves are all over the place. All right, it's 2023. Real crime doesn't happen in brick and mortar anymore, unless you live in the states and people are like running inside Walmart and just grabbing a whole bunch of stuff and running out and giving zero Fs. <laughs> of it happens online and you need to protect yourself. NordVPN got you covered with a 30 day money back guarantee. There's pretty much no risk. Try it for 30 days. You don't like the service, get your money back. No questions asked up to six simultaneous devices on one account. So you only need one account per household. Unless you're a small Filipino family, you might need two. Well, that's okay. Then get yourself two. It's all good. You know why? Because it's less than the half a cup of coffee a month. It's a few dollars a month. That's it. Did I mention it's only a few dollars a month? And you support Like TV, the sponsor that supports Like TV, and yourself. Watch different regions of Netflix at the click of a button by masking your IP so that you have a whole new wide range of TV shows and movies for those specific regions that you're connecting to. And anybody can use this service. It's a click of a button. There's no programming needed. You don't need to be wearing bifocals and have a mechanical engineer degree. All right? No. Anybody can do it. I'm dumb as hell, and I can use NordVPN. I just say, oh, I want to mask my IP to, I don't know, Detroit. Boom. Done. I want to mask it to Australia. Boom. Done. It's that easy. NordVPN.com slash OTT. Check them out. And now it's time for Movies and TV. Man, it is some dry turkey out here in the streets for movies and TV news this week, unfortunately, Mm. Mr. Black. We only got a couple of things of note. I'll move this up to the front, but uh, we got an RIP this week. Well, a couple technically, because we also lost Miss Tina Turner, I believe it was, this week. Uh, But we also lost this week Star Wars Thor and and RRR actor Ray Stevenson, sadly having passed away at just 58 years of age. I haven't seen a cause of death yet. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, just 58, too fucking young. Yeah. Way too young. Way too young. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, all the best to uh, his family and friends, uh, during this hard time. And also the only other thing that I spotted worth even mentioning briefly is that the Netflix whole thing about, you know, not sharing accounts with other people anymore or whatnot that whole deal that we talked about several times in the podcast it eventually rolled through like finally mom called me up the other day it was like i can't get my netflix on the tv anymore and i said oh well it finally happened netflix is cracking down mom sorry you're gonna have to buy your own netflix well they came up with a semi-solution to this i don't know just how much of a solution it is but it's it is a solution uh, they're saying that for $7.99 USD, you can add an, a single external user to an account. So that's per user if you want. $8 per user US. Uh, if you're on the regular plan and if you're on the super bougie premium plan. That's the one I'm on, though. I'm on the bouge. I'm on the bouge as well because uh, I, you know, 4K, 4K. and all that. Yeah. 
Uh, but uh, if you're on the bougie plan, then uh, the bougie plan, that $8 gets you two extra users. You want to know, I was, uh, I was just talking about this on stream um, this morning. Oh. You want to know what the best uh, subscription that I ever bought? NordVPN, uh, hashtag well, promo code OTT. Well, okay, okay, you come. <laughs> um, all right, Second you got to me that. there. Second to that. <laughs> you know what was, you know what's the best? What's and this that? ain't a plug. Even though it kind of is, it's just a natural plug. YouTube Premium. Word? Bruh. Even in Canada? Bruh. Because in the States, like everything, their fucking subscriptions are crazy. Bruh. All right, pitch I'm, me. I'm pissed at myself. Pitch me. For not having this for the, the last decade, or it hasn't been out for a decade, but, you know, for the last however many years it's been a thing. So the number, the number one thing that I get, and they ain't paying me to say this. This is just like, this is just oh, me enjoying it's the, YouTube. It's, you know damn well they ain't paying us to say <laughs> shit. They ain't paying us to say <laughs> shit. Them YouTube paychecks, you know. <laughs> Barely enough to cover this subscription, all right? <laughs> but um, first thing is, no YouTube ads. So I mean, that, that by itself. <laughs> I mean, bruh. Especially, like, if you're just listening to music. Like, how many times have you been listening to music and then in the middle of the fucking song, YouTube ads come up? It's like, what the <sighs> fuck? You know what I mean? Not even so, Spotify did that shit. Yeah. So, YouTube, no ads. The big one for me... Besides ads, because that's, it's actually, they're both equal. The other one is, it's the phone. It's, it's the fact that you can have YouTube running on your phone. Oh, and minimize the video. Closed up. Closed like this. Black screen. Nothing on there. You can. Uh, it's the audio only for uh, a feature. Yep, you can have the audio only. I understand that there are apps out there that you can like bypass that, but then you still got to have, you got to like program, you got to like use the links and put it through the, it's a pain in the fucking ass. But, but the fact that I can literally have my phone off in this mode and listen, and I can use other stuff. So I can have Discord on my phone. I can be playing a video game. I could be doing whatever the fuck, and the YouTube shit is just running in the background. It's God tier. It's it's <laughs> and with no ads on top of it, imagine, it's God tier. Imagine how unhinged it is, though, that they know that that is such a wanted feature that like that every they other charge app, you for it. Every oh, other app, it just has it, and YouTube's oh, like, nah, you paying for that shit. And it pisses me. It pisses me off that they kind of do that, but at the same time. I'm gotta telling you, the it hustle. is so. I gotta respect the hustle, and it is. It it. I'm on YouTube so much more now, because like, is it's so good, especially when I'm driving my car. I can just plug my my phone in or use the Bluetooth, have that shit mounted up, and the shit can just run. Because <laughs> my solution, know, like, I watch a bunch of like long form content if I'm if I'm going to or from to pick up M from work or whatnot. Because the radio, I if I hear if I hear Ed Sheeran, for that. if I hear Ed Sheeran one more time, I'm a fucking Ed Sheeran myself. Uh, I don't even know what that means, but what it's gonna mean, happen. But... It's gonna happen. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> nobody knows, but it's provocative. Uh, so yeah, so like well, my solution is I boot up YouTube, I have, I have a video on, and I'll like go in and I'll go to advanced and I'll play it at 144p. So that I'm using the lowest amount of bandwidth because I'm only listening. I'm not watching the fucking. I'm in a yeah, car, yeah. so I, yeah. and I stick it in my like cup holder so that it amplifies the fucking the the sound from the phone. 
And they're like, that's what I do. But I still get ads because I ain't out here. I ain't bougieing up with fucking YouTube uh, premium it, yet. It's so worth. <laughs> See, it's better than Netflix. It's better than fuck. It's better than mall. It's so worth. It's like, oh my God, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> this is how this is how you this is how the YouTube app should be. So yeah. So anyway, I've 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 been enjoying that now for just over a month. Hmm. And holy shit. And what I did, because because it was like an extra payment a month, and I'm it's shit's adding up, man. It's fucking nuts. I went into my PayPal for like the first time in forever and I looked at all my reoccurring shit. Bro, I axed out like at least seven hundred dollars a year worth of shit. <laughs> Just gone, dude, gone, dude, gone. Going through shit PayPal is even... fucking wild, bro. Oh my fuck. There's shit that gets recurring payments and you don't get notifications for it. It's how oh, they bro. get you with this shit. And bro. I got it's it nuts. on everything, dude. I got it for like, you know, wind like Microsoft. I got it for Adobe. I got it for uh I had I had RuneScape still going in the background. <laughs> I had shit. Um, you know, streaming services like SoundCloud and fucking, uh, I mean, it was just, it was, it, I was like, whoa, I'm getting scamazzed out here. I forgot <laughs> I had these things. So anyway, I got, rid, I, I got rid of like seven different reoccurring payments. Some of them were yearly. Some of them were, were monthly. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I got me my YouTube one and it's been, it's been incredible. Smooth sailing. So I had, you use I YouTube had to throw music that, I had very to throw much that in there. Uh, no, I never use YouTube music. Because I think that's, like, the one thing that would it's, convince me is if I could get away from Spotify, because I don't want to pay for Spotify and YouTube Premium at the same time. So yeah. if I can get everything that I can get out of YouTube Premiums, like, this, so for YouTube Music, yeah, with that and get away, then I can cancel my Spotify account, then, yeah. that, like, then I, yeah, that's an the easy, is, is easy like, switch. Yeah, but the thing is, is, I don't listen to enough music. I know there's like diehard Spotify people that just I, like even when I'm on Discord, it's like they're listening to Spotify. I don't really listen to too much music, but when I do, I'm just I'm just I know exactly what I listen to, and I just search it on YouTube, and I'm I'm, yeah. I'm just playing it on my phone. And I have like if I'm working out at home, I've got like Bluetooth speakers. You know what I mean? I can hook it up to the house audio. I I don't need I don't need a Spotify. I never had a Spotify uh, account so or a subscription. But anyway, Adam, if I if I had to put a stamp of approval on one thing, damn, it's 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 the and I hate I it's painful for me to say it, but you want to know what else is painful for me to say? Okay, what's what's that? that? Fast X didn't suck. Oh no, right? I forgot to put that in here to ask you about Fast X. Fast X didn't <laughs> suck. Okay. So so here's and the that's quick summary. Because you were down, you were all, Bro, you were just all I, over the last like couple of Fast and the Furious I films. I fucking hated Fast Eight and Fast Nine. I thought I shouldn't say I hated it, but I was just like, no, this is not it. This is so dumb. <laughs> um. Okay. So is the movie a great movie? Hell no. Is it a good movie? <laughs> Hell no. Is it a is it a good or a great Fast and Furious movie? I think so. I think okay. they've done it. Okay. Okay. You know, I think they've done it. You know, some of the writing is really bad. Some just frivolous, dumb action for the sake of like everybody needs to have their moment, and it and you can just tell it's like okay, this is your fight scene or this is your this and you. Well, it's becoming the Avengers where they have so many fucking characters. Dude, it's just fun, like it's funny that them. you say that because there was one scene in particular where I was like. It just seems as though they're they're just making a parody out of the Avengers at this point. Like 
there are so many characters, Adam, and there's new ones. They're bring, like, there's new, there's more characters. And we're not talking about one or two new characters. There's like four or five what? new characters in this movie. Um, Bro, you don't some, need no new characters at this point, except for the bad guys. Some are good, guy. some are good, some are bad. You know, some are in between. They've got just a little bit of everything. And then on top of that, they, they've they got like, uh, uh, they've got some returning characters that you haven't seen in quite some time. Um, but you know, and, and the, the way the movie ends, bro, the way the movie ends is unlike any fast movie ever because they, because you know, you're getting at least one more part. They're trying to do three, but I don't know. We'll see how well this one does. It's not doing the best domestically, but worldwide it's doing well because you know, China and everywhere just love, they love fast. them so fast and furious movies. Love, they just love them fast and furious movies. But uh, the way this movie ends, bro, it ends like they think it's fucking Empire Strikes Back. Like <laughs> the way this shit ends, it's it's like, dude, <laughs> the way the way it ends is so it's so abrupt. It's just like you're watching the movie and then it ends, and you're like. What the fuck? But on one end, you're like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I want to know what happens next. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. And then on the other hand, you're like, this is fucking Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Why in the fuck are you ending your movie like this? There is no conclusion. This movie, there's no beginning, middle, and end. It's like <laughs> beginning, middle, and and then the movie ends. There's no, There's no, like payoff there's so many unanswered things there's so much random shit that happens bro you know and you can tell they're also setting this up so that they can hand this franchise over to dom's son right because you get they're they're prepping up for like the next generation of fucking oh my fast God. movies i mean for christ's sake his son's in there killing people bro <laughs> and he's like fucking 12 or 10 Family. I don't even know how old he is. He's like twelve. This motherfucker is killing bitches. He's a he's a you know he's a Toretto. The the it's exactly, <laughs> bro. Wait till you see what they do with John Cena. What, what, what they what they do with 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 uh, Toretto's brother. He becomes the uncle, and it's like <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil anything, man. But the way the his whole character's like a 180, and I like it. Like John Cena's fun, uh, but like. The movie is so... Oh, and What's-Her-Face is awful in it, man. I can't... Fucking Brie Wish Larson. Why oh. is she even in this movie? It's That's a so, good question. She's so... It's such a pointless character. It's such a... Po- and and she, you know, she just doesn't fit. Uh, she's just there because it's Brie Larson. And, like, I, man, I just... On, on one end, like... I hate the fact that these things are still going, but on the other end, if you're going to, Adam, if you're going to watch this movie, man, like I know I say this a lot, but this is a movie that you want to see in IMAX because it's just, it's just that it's that movie, the number. And I haven't mentioned it yet, but the reason why this movie isn't fucking dog shit. And I mean, fucking awful. Jason Momoa, this motherfucker this is the single best thing that he has done in his career by wow. magnitudes. Wow. By magnitudes. Wow. It's not even close. Aquaman. No. 
fucking uh, shit in Game of Thrones. No. This. This right here. This. The and he plays a character. And he knows he's in a fast movie. It's like he's so self-aware. And he's so cartoonish. But like just the, just the right. He reminds me of like. Somebody is somebody's going to get really upset with me when I say this, okay? And I mean this with all with all due respect, and it's nowhere near the level of this character. But it's 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 like Heath Ledger's Joker. But but if you took Heath Ledger's Joker and put him into a fast movie and then took away all of the serious the serious drama and the the gravitas of like the real acting and then you just told him to go have fun. And and just be this diabolical, over-the-top character. It's what it, it, it really felt like Joker. It felt like a mix between, like, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker and, um, uh, I, I don't, and I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, and I know when people are saying Leather's, uh, 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 Heath's Joker, I don't mean he acted as well as he did or embodied that character the same way. But the, what I'm trying to say is it's the impact that the character had, the, the villain has on the movie. You know, it's so, when people think Fast 10, they're just going to think this, so it's, it's they're like, going to think like, Jason Momoa. Yeah, with, with Heath, it was no longer, it wasn't a Batman movie. Everyone talks about it. No, it was a Joker, it, it was a Joker, a Joker movie, movie with Batman in it. That's yeah. what, that's, that's the way I feel about it. And this movie, it's like, you've got Jason Momoa's character, um, and, and he just elevates this whole fucking movie to the point where it's like, because the problem with the fast is, especially with this one, is it realizes what it is, but then it still tries to hit you with like emotional stuff. And, and they, it's like they want you to cry. And they did that really well in seven because we knew that Paul Walker passed away. But like, this is just another installment. And they, they take it like super serious. And it's like the stakes are there, but nobody's buying that shit. Like we're all there because it's just dumb, fucking stupid fun that you just turn your brain off. And how, how many ridiculous stunts can they actually do? But, but what he does is he like grounds this movie to the point where he, he almost, while everybody else is acting like, like Vin Diesel's like, yeah, family. He's literally making fun of him about family. Like, he's like, bro, family? Like, dude, do you know what movie you're in? You know what I mean? Like, he's there to, like, check the whole... I don't, it's hard to explain. It's hard to explain. But he does such a fucking brilliant job. His, his one-liners are so cheesy. But the way he, he, he delivers it is genius. It's so good, bro. It's so good. It is the best villain I've seen in one of these types of movies, maybe ever. Like, we're talking, I can't think of a villain. All the villains you see in John Wick, all the villains you've seen in, like, Expendables or uh, Fast Movies of, of Past, Raid, um, uh, I don't know what other, uh, all these Netflix Extraction and all these other, you know, crazy over-the-top action movies. Dude, this guy is... He blows them all away. It's just, it's not even, it's not even close. Well, it's not even close. And I think well, that's what, if he was not in this movie, this movie is mid as fuck. 
It's like, it's like, it's still better than eight and nine. It's still better than eight and a nine for sure. But it's super fucking mid and it takes itself way too serious. But Jason Momoa reminds us that guys, we're just here to have fun. So grab some popcorn, get on the biggest screen possible and watch Jason Momoa elevate this franchise the way The Rock elevated the franchise back back in fast four or five or whenever he made his appearance. It's it's he's that good. So I've given my glow I've given my glowing review Damn. Uh, for 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 Fast Ten. It's a bad movie, but it's 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 a good bad movie. It's like, yes. Yes. And the stunts, they're 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 not at the level of some of the past. They don't they don't so they toned go, it down a little bit. They toned it down, but they but they elevated the villain. Can can anybody in the chat name me a villain from the past fast movies outside of The Rock, who was really like an anti-hero that you know we knew he was going to join the team? Because can anybody remember any of the villains? Can you, Adam? Can you like well, name me a a, a, a well, villain they, from the? They only really had like technically. Like the the villains, well, like I, I guess, like technically speaking, in Tokyo Drift, it was like DK, right? It was the Drift King, but they didn't have like they didn't have villains in the sense of like this is a group of good people versus the group of bad people until four, because one, two, and three were just racing movies, yeah, yeah, where it was like the title character versus somebody that lives in the same city that they're racing against. And they're going to sort their differences out on the track. And so, yeah. like, that was that. Then, once it hit four, and it was like, all right, we aren't really about racing and cars anymore. Yeah. Now we have like villains. heists and stuff, yeah. Uh, nothing, like, they're, no, no. Yeah, you, you've got The Rock, you've got Shaw, who, who were always kind of, like, adversaries, but not really villains. You know what I mean? Like, it, you kind of, but this is a villain. He kills a lot of people and he and he does it in ways that you're like, oh, my God. And that is dark. Like you if you send your kids to this movie, like (laughs) if you're like if you're like, yo, I'm going to send my 10 year old, my nine year old to a fast movie, bro. They're going to be scarred because there's (laughs) shit. There's imagery in this. There's things that are in this movie that are dark that this that what this guy is doing. I'm like, whoa. Am I watching the same movie right now? But then he does it in a way that it's like it's very Joker esque, but not in a. a so he dark makes he's Joker. making he uh, he's doing crazy shit, but he's not acting as if he is. He's very Cor- light about it. Correct. He's super light. It's cartoony, but it's like it's such a perfect tone. It's so good, man. Is he did it's now? Just- how how stereotypical do they get? Because in order to in order to do that, you know, it's a classic the classic way of doing that with with bad guys in movies. To make it seem like they're nonchalant, they don't care while they're like axe murdering children, <clears throat> is that they'll like they'll have them eating, because a normal person can't eat while this shit is happening. And so, if you've ever watched any old movie, especially '90s, early 2000s, every bad guy that's supposed to be like the completely unhinged, fucking very calm, cool, and collected, and eating something at all fucking times. So was was he snacking on shit while axe murdering people, or or was he just the more of the Joker where he's completely uh, out of his tree and he's just yeah, laughing? No every time he does something no no i don't think there's any eating um there 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 is there there is one there is, and i don't want to spoil it because it's 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 kind of like a a, a shock factor where it was like right. i cannot believe they put that in there that should be like on a blu-ray deleted scene shit that like <laughs> you know just didn't make the cut because like kids are probably going to watch this movie 
Um, I will say it has to do with nail polish, and that's all I'll say. Okay. Where I was like, what the fuck? And it, and it was like very like, okay, all right, I see where he, but it worked with this character. And and he was he was basically a guy, and and they spliced it all together, like where uh they showed flashbacks of some of the other movies. Yeah. And yeah. like you even get some Paul Walker in this, but then they show it like from a different point of view where you know he was actually kind of behind all of these different actions, big action pieces and you know, Dom Toretto and his family has been fucking over him and his family for all these years. And, you know, now it's his time to to destroy and kill his family. And, you know, there is death in this. Like, people start, you know, we're getting towards the end of the franchise. <laughs> so we're told. And, uh, you know, some people don't make it out. But Game then of again, Thrones. But then again, look what happened to fucking uh, to, to Han. Han. And we thought he died, and he didn't actually die. Well, he did die, but the fans wanted him back, and the you know they they did they the wrote that magic out. and shit. Yeah. So you know, um, and Hans in this, Hans eats, and there's a there's a really fuck there's a meme there's a there's a scene where you know, bro, I don't want to spoil it, but you're gonna be like you're gonna laugh, you're gonna. That's yeah, why yeah. I said Adam's gonna enjoy this because Adam likes the fast movies, and this one I think is actually pretty. It's pretty good for a fast movie. But like the people that hate it, because it doesn't get the best critic scores, and some fans aren't a big fan of it, but I see what they were doing with it and where they're going, and it made me excited. And I don't know how they how they got the rock to 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 wanna but the rock Black is, Adam it, failed and yes. the rock returned. <laughs> yes. But I'll, I'll just stay after the credits. And it, the the credits are actually quite cool, the 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 way they were doing it. And it's okay. like a minute or two into the credits and then okay. the, the scene, the scene kind of comes up, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I give it like a solid, like eight and a half, nine out of 10 for a fast movie for, for a regular movie. It's like a fucking five, a six, but if you know what you're getting yourself into, I mean, there's so I, many people in it, dude, Pete Davis, Davidson's in it. They're just pulling anyone and everyone and just throwing them in there. There's so many random people and random scenes that just make no fucking sense. Like you could have cut that, 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 that. But then when I look back and I, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Just okay. Why not? You just go for the, you're there. You're along for the ride. Like as soon as I get away from the racing part, I had to tell myself after like four and five, which I could not, like I fucking hated four and five and then six. And like, I would just, I had to tell myself, I said, I, you have to change your mindset. You know, you got one, two, and three. They were about car culture and racing and whatever. And now, you know, if they're going to keep doing this, they've got to, you know, they got to move it along because tuner culture doesn't exist anymore at that point in North America. And you got yep. to move on from it. Uh, although, ironically, tuner culture is making a comeback. So it's I'm coming. Waiting, it's making a I'm, comeback. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for the, last well, Final of the last Final Fantasy, the last Fast and Furious fast, movie. Dude, this one. This one, there's some street races, and there's a really sick street race. Um, once again, the villain just does what the villain does, <laughs> and it's fun. It's fun. Um, you know, so there was there was like a solid 15, 20 minute section of the movie where you get you you know you've seen people racing for uh, for you life or what? death. I think the Fast and the Furious franchise, they're going to try and continue this shit on. I don't think, I don't know how successful Well, they already announced, did you, did you not hear just recently where they're, um, they're getting ready to, I hate, hate to say it, but they're going to do an all-woman spinoff version of, oh, okay. of, of Fast and the Furious 
uh, in the future. And Good I luck think, to yeah, I think I think they're gonna end up doing if this movie hits a billion dollars, which I don't know if it will. I don't think it will, but maybe. Um, I think you're, you're gonna get a trilogy for this last, this Fast Ten Part Two, Fast Ten Part Three. Yeah. Um, if not, if it doesn't do super good you'll just get one more and then i think they'll do they'll start doing spinoffs because it's very clear they are they are putting the eggs in the toretto sun basket and i think that you're gonna they're gonna end up in five years from now a while from now right they're gonna bring back fast and the furious through dom's son and you know vin diesel will end up making an appearance, but it'll be about his, his son and some of the yeah. other characters. It'll be like the Avengers coming back, you know? He, uh, yeah, but it'll be, it'll be something that, you know, even if you don't like all the movies and, and you, and you know, they're cheese and they're fucking whatever. It's, I feel like it's going to be something that for me, I'm going to miss the shit when it's gone. It's kind of like, it's kind of like me, my relationship with LeBron James as a basketball player. Like I, I put him in the top five players of all time for sure. Easy. Uh, but but I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan in the world, but I'm also going to miss it when LeBron James retires here in the next like three to four years. Like uh, it's going to be weird basketball without LeBron James, who the fuck fills LeBron James shoes in the world of basketball. It's a weird thing. Like just to have that a piece that's that big, even if you're not a fan of it to be taken out of that is difficult. It's weird. And fast. The furious is a franchise been around for so fucking long. I mean, we're going on over 20 years now and it's going to feel weird when it's no longer something that's like, oh, here comes Fast and the Furious fucking 13. Woo, here we go. And then it goes away and you don't have it anymore. You're like, fuck. I could go for a Fast and the Furious movie Yeah, but right you now. know you're going to get these spinoffs, right? So, yeah, that's and true. And then it's only inevitable before they bring back it again. So it's Vin Diesel we're talking about here. All right. And Universal. It's going down. Mm. But yes, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I get it. Uh, and with that, I think it's time to get a couple of quick questions in, Mr. Black. So it means it's time for, that's right, tech support, patreon.com slash lag TV. If you want to financially support the podcast, get a couple of extra bonus bits, $5 a month or more now, gets you access to uh, being able to ask us questions on a post I put up before the podcast each week called tech support. You ask the questions, we give you answers, some here and some interspersed throughout starcraft matches let's see what we got here uh we answered blainer's question last week uh mad kiwi asks what's your favorite role-playing game of all time so japanese rpg or otherwise doesn't matter any kind of role-playing game uh, and, he, and he actually stipulates, I'm not allowed to say The Elder Scrolls 3. Okay, fair ball. So what, uh, what is your favorite RPG of all time, Mr. Black? Final Fantasy VII. I don't, think it gets, I don't think it gets any better than that. So Elder Scrolls 3 is clearly my favorite. Other than Elder Scrolls 3, um, I don't know if I have an order after that. I just have ones I like. So the ones that are a bit of a, mi- a mishmash, Persona 4... Uh, Lost Odyssey, um, and, um, and probably Mass Effect 2 are, are, uh, are in that, whether well, in that category, uh, for sure. I would say those are, those are the ones. Um, 
Although there are others. I mean, like, you know, Knights of the Old Republic. That's a fucking phenomenal video game. Uh, let's see here. Mr. Miyagi asks, if you were stranded on a desert island but tried, uh, but to keep you company, you could choose to have three albums, music, three books, and three movies. What would they be? That's, that's nine items, Mr. Miyagi. You're asking a Miyagi, lot Miyagi, you're right asking now. for a lot here, bro. All right. I'm going to give you one. I'm going to give you one. All one right. of each. My album? Album, well, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going thriller album. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, uh, movie. Fuck. It's got to be like, that's a tough one. Cause it's like one movie. Three does make it a little bit easier. Cause then you can have some variety. Um, So, while you're thinking, I'll do my music while you're thinking about your movies. All right, yeah, do your music. All right, so if I'm going to try to, if I have to try to pick three, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say Michael Jackson's Bad album instead Oof, of Thriller. I'm going with Bad. It's yeah. a good one. Um, Backstreet's Back album. Oh. And my third... Hmm. My third? I might just go with, like, um, the album that's the um, uh, Ray Charles' Greatest Hits. I'll take for my third. Because I know there's one song specifically that I can listen to on repeat for, like, four or five straight days, and that's Georgia On My Mind. And so I'll take a Ray Charles' Best okay. Of... Backstreet Boys or Backstreet's yeah. Back and uh, Bad are my three albums. I'm, all right, I'm going with Thriller, uh, Backstreet Boys, Millennium. That was the that, I didn't know if I wanted Millennium or Backstreet's Back. Millennium is goaded, I think. Um, and then I'm gonna go. Uh, this is this is this is, and I haven't had a whole lot of time to think about this, so I'm probably gonna regret saying this. Uh, oh wait, did I? Oh shit, there's only three. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well then, between the two, I'm going to go with Frank Ocean, Channel Orange. So I'm going to go with those three. Okay, okay. I was going to say Kanye West's uh, 808s and Heartbreak. I mm. think it's a super underrated album. Do you think and, 808s and Heartbreak is underrated, or do you, uh, do you just people just you don't think talk about it as much as they should? Because I think a lot of people think 808s and Heartbreak was a pretty dope album. Like that okay, a lot of good well then shit maybe, on there. maybe. But people, yeah. I don't know. When people talk, they always talk about like uh, graduation. They don't really. That's they true. Don't, they don't bring yeah, up that's fair. Uh, 808s and Heartbreak. But doom, 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 doom. Oh, it's a fire album, doom, doom, dude. Doom, it's such a vibe. Doom. It's such a vibe. But anyway, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Okay, movie wise, I'm gonna go with. Um, Oh shit. This is going to be tough. I'm going to go with uh Quentin Tarantino's Django Unchained. Um I need something lighter and a feel good, so I'm going to go with Shawshank Redemption. Um even though it's not super light, but it's like it's a make you feel good film. It's lengthy too. And then I'm going to go with, um, and I'm going with the Matrix. I'm going with the Matrix, so, man. That was Matrix is one for me. So for movies, it's Matrix. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, so it's Matrix. 
The Last Samurai, mm-hmm. and uh, The Matrix, Last Samurai, and Rush Hour. Oh, for my comedy. I should have put a comedy in there, man. All right, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, in movies are so tough. Like, if you're asking me this question again in like two weeks, my third one is probably going to change. But who knows? Anyway, I'm I'm going to stick with that. And what was the and, last thing? Uh, books. If you have books, books. Um, and we're supposed to be stranded on an island. Yes. Okay, so, so I'm going to have to go with like you know, stranded on an island for dummies. I'm sure it exists. <laughs> You know, I feel like you. I feel like you're gonna need. Feel True. like you're gonna need a, some sort of educational book to like get you through. <laughs> um. Oh man. Uh shit. The thing is, like, most of the books I listen to are like, they're not storytelling books or. Mm. anything like that and i feel like if you're gonna listen to you want to you want to get a book that like takes you that takes you somewhere um i mean fuck i would love to have picked like lord of the rings or game of thrones but like those are so many books that like you can't really you can't really take the whole series can you that's kind of cheating right that's true you don't want just one be awful to be on a cliffhanger the whole time i don't know man i i i can't i can't really say because every book i have on my phone is it's not they're not fiction yeah it's hard it's hard to take it's hard to take uh like because there's so many books that are part of series it's really difficult um to say what it would be i'm probably taking three books that has everything to do with surviving on an island like I had to go and find out. Well, if the assumption you know, is I'm going as I am and I and I and I have no means of survival, then yeah, one of the three has to be like something that's going to help all, me fucking I think all survive. Three, I think all three got to be got to be some kind of survival thing. Like one survival being stranded. One's like how to you know I I don't I don't fucking know. I I actually don't know. But I I feel like all of them have just got to be. About surviving. Whatever I less, got my whatever less, whatever less Stroud has written, give me that. Mm. And if he's written more than one, give me more of them. Uh, but if I had to pick some that's not that, like if it's not utilitarian in that way, and I just I was just you know like random ones. You know what? Fuck it, man. I'm take I'm taking I'm taking like a romance novel. I want to get my dick hard and fucking. <laughs> I want to be like you know what I mean. I want to. I want to read shades some- of gray. Well, not that. That's like, you know, 40-year-old mom shit, but I want some like, you know, I want I want something with like a like some sort of black stallion on the front of the cover. It's just called like I don't know, like Midnight Oil or something. I I don't fucking know, but I need something, you know, I need some I need romance. No, I need one romance novel and two survival because I got music, I got movies. There's no sex in these movies that I can recall. There's some sex in the Matrix. Oh, there is, but I mean, it's not like, it's not heavy. You know what I mean? I'm out there by myself. I need, and I need my imagine. I think reading a book is just more imaginative. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're, dude, 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 out there by yourself. Your imagination's going to be fucking running wild. You don't need nothing to prompt it. Your imagination's going to be doing some crazy shit. Give me, give me me a romance novel. Give me like the longest romance novel there is. (laughs) And I need it. I need it graphic. (laughs) 
I want like I, I want four <laughs> paragraphs about how veiny the cock is. You know what I'm saying? Like I need I need extreme detail. I need to know exactly the 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 degrees in which the the tatas hold and you know the the shape of you know I I need it I need detail. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, uh that's good choices. I don't know. I I guess to be like more with what Miogs was probably thinking of. I like I I don't know. I like so many of them are part of a series. I'll take the Mist Reader, which is technically technically three books, but they're it's packaged as a singular novel. So the Mist Reader, uh Rama by Arthur C. Clarke. And I'll take the Bible because something tells me I'm going to have a coming to Jesus moment out on an island by myself for a really long fucking period yeah, of time. Yeah, the Bible's so. actually a really good one. Yeah. Okay. Romance novel, Bible, Old Testament. And <laughs> Old, just the Old Testament? Old Testament. What Bible do you have that's just the Old Testament? You you out here buying just the Old Testament? Just the Old. I just want the you Old. Just, you just want where old. everything goes horribly wrong? <laughs> I just want I just want it as it's been as it's meant to be read. Oh, the old, I want the, to know it. Well, that's that's the Old Testament isn't isn't the age of the book. It's just the Old Testament is just the shit that came, you know, oh, before want, Jesus. I, basically, I want the I want the good stuff. That's the but the, the Old Testament is is not a much of a page turner. Probably the first three quarters of the Old Testament is just the lineage of people from Adam and Eve. It's mm. basically like reading a family tree for like fucking three hundred pages. It's not exactly exciting, but uh, well then, well then. But if you got the Come imagination, on. maybe you're thinking of all these different people. I don't know. Maybe that's the, you know, yeah. maybe it's your solution. Yeah, yeah. I'll have a coming to Jesus moment on that island after I'm done. <laughs> after I'm after I'm done reading that my That brings a my, whole new my, meaning my... to coming to Jesus. I'm going after... to hell. <laughs> after I'm done with my fucking, <laughs> with my romance novel, I'm having a coming to Jesus moment. And I'm going right to the Bible because you know you feel bad when you're done every time. So I'm I'm going right to the Bible after oh. I'm for, I'm asking for forgiveness. I'm gonna need to ask for forgiveness after that joke. Oh Jesus, have mercy on my soul. I had to say it though. That was just it was like softball. It was right there. <laughs> it was fucking teed up. All right, let's get one more fucking question in. Let's move on from coming to Jesus. Uh, let's see. Uh. Mr. Miyagi again, I'll just do this again because it's just easier to get this one here and it's at the top of the list and I'll read all these other ones for StarCraft. If you could relive one full day from earlier in your life, what day would that be? What would you do if uh, differently, if anything, and why? Hmm. Uh, I'll, there's one, there's one that's a bit of a random one. It's, I think this just comes to my mind because I've been watching so much basketball as of late, but uh, there was a time... In high school ball, I just played the one year of high school ball in my in my senior year because the first two years I was just doing school shit, and the guys eventually convinced me to to play ball again because I played city league for years with them before, and I was like, okay, fine, I'll fucking play. So I was on the court, and I really, I was really you know enjoying my time playing basketball, and I was I was pushing myself further and further out to see how much I could I could I wanted to see how far I could be to dunk. Wanted to see because I could dunk at the, at the time. If I did now, I'd shatter both of my knees before I even left the ground. But back then, I could do it, and I wanted to see how far out I could go. And it eventually got to the point where the furthest I could dunk one-handed was from one foot beyond the 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 uh, foul line. 
It was the farthest I get out and dunk. I barely made it, but I got there. And I was so excited. And I got into a match. It was at a game. And, uh, and all the guys hated me because I never dunked in a game. Like, I had the ability. I could stand under the net without moving and just two-foot jump and dunk. I never fucking did this shit in a game. I don't know why. It was a mental fucking block. I did it all the time in warm-up, just casual dunking and shit. Get into a game, lay up. Lay up. And the guys hated it because they were like, Jesus, do something! Mm. You're the, you know, there's two people on this team that you can dunk and you're three of them! Fucking dunk! <laughs> so, I, I like, this one game we're against a, a team. Uh, it was I think it was Dartmouth at the time. And we were getting fucking crushed because these guys were crazy athletic. They were they uh, they had more than one guy that could dunk on that team, and they were like jumping over top of us to do their shit. It was fucking wild. I didn't know I didn't know what was happening. I was confused. I was scared. Uh, but we were out there. We were getting we were getting you know we weren't dying in this game, but we were down like ten points. And I get the ball on a turnover, or or sorry, a teammate gets the ball on a turnover, and I'm and I'm already I'm cooking. I'm already up to get the lead pass. And so I get that he fucking baseball whips that shit to me. I'm on the lead pass. I get it. I got a full fucking runway ahead of me. There ain't a single fucking soul in the building. It is me and a hoop. And that's the show. Mm. And everything goes slow motion. And I'm fucking driving. I'm on my strong side. Her beats and shit. And I take off. And bro, I shit you not. This was the highest I jumped in my life. I was a full fucking half of my forearm above the fucking rim. I was in a stratosphere. And you know what happened? I laid that bitch in. Oh, no, Adam, come on. The whole bench stood up at the same time. We're like, and then they went, no, 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 no why? No, no, no. You had to show you, man. You see, you messed up, bro. You should have showed all those because you know the Dartmouth team was... 80% black and you needed to 80, go 130. You, okay, I was just trying not to I was trying not to go there. But I, but hey, you went there for me. So I do appreciate that. You needed to show the white boy has got it. Has got it. Because I know as I know that your basketball team was 80, 90% white. 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 We had one. It was Jimmy. Just one one guy. One dude, Jimmy. That was the show. Uh, yeah. Everyone else was white. Yeah. That's why you were down by like fucking fifty baskets. Fuck, bro. bro. They were legit <laughs> jumping over top of people. Shit, I was like, this is bad. Oh, I was too tall for them to do that to me. Culture, man. But yeah. it was bad. Oh, there was tough. And I had that. I went and bro, and it felt so good. It's kind of like you know when you're golfing and you have the driver out or whatever, and you hit the ball and it's so pure you don't oh, yeah. feel the you hit. Just, you just know. You just know. It was mm. like that in air with a basketball. And I was like, oh, and I was just sailing fucking mm. sailing and i was so fucking high it wasn't elbow but i was like half my arm above the fucking rim and i just saw finger rolled that bitch and it was so clean but then i, I hit the ground on the other side and i went fuck <laughs> i should have done this my moment right there that was that like was the it. one time so yeah anyway that was probably like the it's a silly one but but it would have been so much cooler you know i had that one it would have been the one time to do it that would have been it uh, I mean, I'm going to have a little bit more of a sappy one. I, I'm just going to go with, uh, you know, being, being 12, 13 and just reliving Christmas with my entire family, mm. you know, with my grandmother there, with my, uh, with all my family, because it's the good times, you know, when she passed away, that was it. You know, we didn't, you know, we tried, we tried it. We did it for one year afterwards because it was like, we, we felt like we needed to 
to carry on. But then when that heart, when the center of the family goes, grandma's she was are the, the glue. She was bro. the glue. She was the glue, man. And it was like, you know, the glue held on for like a season. It felt off. So I, I'm going to, I'm just going to, and I'm not changing anything. I'm not changing. I'm not changing. I just want to, you know, if I could relive it, just any one of those Christmases with my cousins, my aunts, my uncles, my family, my grandparents, with no worries, no nothing, mm. good food, you know, video games, Christmas gifts. That's it. Just give me that. The dream. The dream. Simple. That's a good one. I like that one. And we'll end it on that one. The feel-good story of the season. Mm. Brought to you by Mr. Maximus Black. We're going to go and play some StarCraft now. And by play, I mean record. Soon, if you guys pick it up, we might be playing... Mr. Black might be in on a Nova War says before you know it. It could happen. We're getting closer. You guys just keep sending us the money that you don't have during an economic downturn. Uh, shout out, by the way, Korean guys in, in chat here. Shout out, by the way, to the uh, the stripper index, which I want to be able to buy uh, shares in an indexed fund based on, on uh, stripper inside knowledge of how the market is going to go because evidently uh, so many... High-profile, you know, uh, white businessmen frequent the strip club. That the moment that the downturn starts, uh, they know ahead of time when we're actually in a recession. Uh, I hate to break it to everyone, but we're in one. <laughs> There's a story I mean, about this one stripper that had it down so bad, or had it down so well. A guy asked her. She said, "I sold all my shit on the stock market. I'm going to buy back later." It's time market, in the market. Market crash, all based on dudes not showing up at the hey, strip club. L- listen, man, the strippers, they've got like the sixth sense. They, they see the signs that Wall Street can't see. It's, hey, the dudes ain't coming in here throwing money around anymore. Everything is crashing. That must mean I got to sell my stock portfolio. And the moment these motherfuckers start ramping up again and start throwing 50s and 100s instead of these $1 bills... That's when I'm I'm piling my money back, back in. in. They've got it figured out. They got it figured out. Because she said, look, you know, a lot of business done in a strip club, strip clubs and golf courses. And she said the moment that they stop bringing potential clients or, or business partners and shit in to show them a good time and all that stops happening, you know, business is stagnating. Then, you know, it's not long behind that. They stop showing up and the market goes down and the strippers out here. I said, I said, man, get me it an index. Sense. I will buy into this index, the stripper index. <laughs> I will put it all in the strippers index. I'm selling my whole real estate portfolio and I'm putting it <laughs> into the stripper index. Just give me a two, just give me a 2% dividend. And, and then, you know, just, I'll just let capital appreciation go. You just tell me when to buy and tell me when to, to sell. That's the dream. I'm in, I'm in. All right, guys, we'll see you next uh, next week. Thank you for stopping by and uh, enjoy the StarCraft as well if you're coming back for that uh, later on in the week. And until then, stay safe out there. Have a good one and peace. Peace.